What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. This is your host, Nate Bailey. Today, before we get into our guest, our show, our episode today, to continue to find more about the Championship Leadership Podcast, all the previous episodes that we've had, all the, everything else that I'm up to. Personally, if you want to learn more about what I'm doing inside of my world, some of the events that I have going on and the coaching services that I provide to entrepreneurs and business owners, please go to www.natebaileyspeaks.com. And so today for our show, to our guest out of Boston, Massachusetts, incredible lady that I've just had the opportunity to meet. She is a online business mentor, um, helps people with their brand and their strategy and their message. Her name is Liz Teresa. You can find out more about Liz Teresa at LizTeresa.com. Uh, you can find out more about her and follow her on all of the social media handles at Liz Teresa, and that is spelled L-I-Z-T-H-E-R-E-S-A. So with that, just had a great conversation. She was fun to talk to. She, uh, she was easy to talk to and just had an incredible message and story as always with many of the guests that we have here. So with that, let me introduce you to Liz Teresa. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. And uh, I'm excited we got Liz Teresa here today. Liz, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so stoked. And what a cool name for a show. I love that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. When I first heard that name, I, uh, it was a coach and friend of mine. We were thinking about names and uh, talking about starting the podcast. And he said, championship leadership. And at first I was kind of hesitant. I was like, you know, because it's, it's like ship, ship, right? And <laughs> it's a lot of ships. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Yeah, it's a lot of ships. <laughs> but it's definitely grown on me. Like I totally like it and love it now. So I like the hype. It's like yeah. a hype name. You're like, yeah, yeah. championship leadership. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, uh, well, with that in mind, uh, what comes to mind for you when you hear championship leadership? What, is, what does that mean to you when you hear that? I, I, I think of, well, I think of winning, which is always really fun, only just because of championship. So it's, a, yeah. it's having success at stepping into the leader that you're supposed to be, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And, um, you know, championship winning, yes, 
for me also just like uh, just being committed to winning or committed to being the best, yeah, even though you don't. I think that's a big part of the journey for all of us, right, is sometimes we do take those lumps on the way on our journey to, to winning and, and keeping that all in perspective too. Definitely a big piece of that. You know, we were just talking before we came on with everything going on right now. So whenever you listen to this, you know, for the last two or three months, I've been kind of giving this uh, segue to like, hey, we're going through COVID right now, crazy times. And now no one's really talked about COVID in a week or two. And, uh, and of course, we're going through the riots, uh, the, I should say the protesting, and unfortunately, some of the rioting and looting, looting that's come with that as well around the George Floyd um, death in Minneapolis. And so we're going through that. So it's very interesting times. And, you know, championship leadership, I think, is a big piece to anytime you're going through these times is to have leadership and to bring, you know, I think a big piece also around championship leadership would be to be able to bring people together, like all different kinds of people together during times like this to hopefully, uh, you know, grow, learn from it and like continue to move our society forward as well. What, uh, what have you been experiencing during these interesting times? I think what I've noticed, and this, is with, this would be like an observation of myself and other uh, professionals that, like my colleagues and stuff that also own businesses, yeah. is that there's a lot of um, pause about how to be a leader during this time as a white person. And so it's a matter of the way that I'm kind of in this moment, my experience, and this is to not make it about me, but this is to convey and communicate what my experience has been is that I'm trying to learn. So like, I've been using this as a moment to be like, okay, you know, how can I, how can we all be better? How can we all um, take responsibility for the privilege that we do have? And although I'm not at all an expert on it, I guess I'm really proud to say that I'm using this as a like a learning moment. Um, but although a tragedy, um, I'm happy to be expanding, you know, my mind and learning about the proper ways to communicate. Um, because I think it's, I think maybe and this kind of goes back to leadership, but I think one of the, um, the hardest things about this is that it's a hard time to show up um, and leadership is showing up. And so the way, and the way that that shows up in my work is that I also help people, you know, be visible. So that's part of my work. And so I've been trying to find, um, and I have a client that teaches on this and I, I'm hoping that she'd be willing to do a webinar, but to teach leaders how to address, how to show up and serve during this time. So I, what my client, uh, her name is Nancy and I won't say where she's from. Cause like, I don't want to like throw her under the bus and she says no, cause I'm hoping she'll say yes, but she teaches on diversity and inclusion. Um, like usually she'll do like talks at companies, but I'm hoping with this day and age that she'll do a webinar, um, that I could hopefully share with, with other leaders, um, white leaders that that can teach us how to show up and serve and be better, just basically be better. Cause I think it goes beyond, and you know, I make websites and stuff. I don't know if you know, you might know, well, you know that cause you looked me up yeah. and stuff and, and like, and I want my work in this to go beyond like when I make a website thinking about like what stock photos to use to make sure I'm being inclusive. Cause I do that stuff already. Like I am trying to be inclusive with the visual, um, but also yeah. be inclusive in messaging. And I think that's really important. Yeah. It is. It is difficult right now to show up as a leader and know how to show up. And especially with social media, I just did a, a really 
put my thoughts out there for the first time today, you know, and I've seen some people message like on social media too. It's like one was last night. It was to my white friends. Uh, I am, I am watching and taking notes of those that are like not saying anything. Right. Yeah. I'm like, man, I, don't, I definitely don't. I just do not agree with that. There's a, well, there's a reason I'm trying to that people listen. don't say anything. They don't know what to say. They see yeah. how when people do say things, how out of context or twisted they can become, how highly emotional people are right now, mm-hmm. not knowing what to say or do, being afraid to say anything or do anything because of, because of the reaction, especially nowadays. Um, you know, if you say one thing, it's automatically like you just chose a side and, and now there are sides right. and why does there have to, you know, it's just so many things. There's so many reasons that I disagree with that. Uh, but well, I, I don't want to create more division. Don't. Like yeah, you're exactly. saying, you can create more division. And I think the people that are quiet, right? I think it's not that they're not doing anything. I think it's they could very well be out listen. protesting. They could very well yeah, we don't be know. out like helping clean up the streets. Like you have no idea just because they're not making a post mm. to social media. Right. A lot yeah. of people just don't even put their post their opinions on social media to begin with. Yeah, if um, they were posting about donuts instead, I guess you could yeah. have a problem. Yeah, right. well, <laughs> Maybe now is not the and time. And is that to wrong or right cute... too? Yeah, like, I don't know. There's that too. It's like can't we? Can I not post about anything other than what's going on? That's right a good now, question. That? I'm like, yeah, oh, I get it a little bit, but at the same yeah. time, you know, I'm not going to get mad at somebody if they post about donuts and maybe bring a little whatever joy or humor. Uh, yeah, I always like donuts. Life. So yeah, who doesn't like donuts? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I guess maybe maybe donuts are okay. <laughs> maybe we've decided that that's okay. Yeah. yeah. But so uh, yeah, so it is. It, it's 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 not always easy to be a leader. Mm. And to that point, I think, you know, many people will, everyone leads differently. Like there is no one way to lead. And so, um, so I think there are many different ways you can do it. And so it doesn't have to look a certain way. So it's Mm -hmm. okay if you're not posting the social media, maybe you're doing something else. Maybe you're just leading your family and having great conversations with them and you're starting there and, and that's enough, right? Like, cause now you're having that conversation with your kids and hopefully maybe that, that, that rolls over to their kids becoming someone and uh, good to society and being a good leader. And now they're impacting more people too. Right. So again, it's just, it doesn't have to look any certain way to me. And that holds true for, for leadership because uh, there's lots of great different leaders that have led in so many different ways mm. based on who they are. Right. Yeah. So, all right, well, let's, let's, let's hear a little bit more about you. So the listeners can, get a feel for who you are, what's the path that you've been on inside of your life and kind of what has taken you to, you know, what you're up to today. Yeah, it's been quite, it's been quite a journey. Um, I've been at this and I'll explain a little bit about what I do, but I've been in business since 2011, um, working mostly online. And so when we had to quarantine, it wasn't that weird because I never usually see my clients in person. Like it's, yeah. I would go out, the things I would do in, in the public world would be like networking lunches and networking dinners. I kind of don't miss the networking as much because um, yeah. it's one of those necessary things I, that you kind of have to do or that I guess that I tell myself I have to do, so I do it. And I think, so that part has been pretty seamless. Um, what I do is I help people rise and be the star of their business. That's what I like to say, I help people do. And the way that I do it is um, through website design, branding, and business mentorship. So I help you show up in your business if you feel visibility is like a thing that you've been struggling with. And sometimes around visibility, it could be like 
I'm a, it, the underlying thing, right? Could be like, I'm afraid of showing up or like, because what if, right? And of course, right, it's kind of goes back to what we were talking about now, yeah. especially now people are afraid to show up. Um, but I think even in regular day to day, people are afraid to show up like just because they could say something somebody doesn't like about donuts. I mean, I could, they could say something somebody doesn't like all the time. And yeah. I think that that can often, that can often be like one of the mindset blocks that um, some of my clients do have, or it could be, I know I want to show up. I just don't know how or what to say when I get there. And that, that can be a larger question. So when people come to me, it's usually, it's around visibility. They're not happy with whatever, whatever their current online presence is like. And then um, in talking with me, we come up with a plan to be like, okay, you know, if you're going to give me your money, here's what we should do, you know, to make sure that we help you show up in a way that makes you feel really confident. And so you are the star of your business and you're a star in your space and you're not just accepting like, you know, a secondary role or like playing it safe or being hidden. You're hiding, not hiding behind a big brand either. That's something that some of my clients do is they'll be like, I have a big, beautiful business, but the business is over there. Right. And I have my thoughts over here and I'm not communicating or showing up in the business. And that's kind of a problem too. And so your marketing and your messaging, like the best marketing and the best messaging comes from the the owner's heart. And Mm -hmm. it really sounds like you, even if it is a bigger business. And that's because I feel like your audience, they, they smell authenticity. They can pick up on that. And so that's something that I I get really excited to help people do. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah, that's great. And there's a lot of people that need that, that help. And, oh yeah. Uh, even that coaching. And I bet a, a lot of it probably is a bit of coaching and mentoring too, right. To get them to be like, Hey, it's okay to take this stand and, and to get that message out to who you are. So more people know who you are and you can help more people that way. So, yeah. I mean, I don't call it coaching, but it's very coachy. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We need coaches. We I think so. I think every, and every coach needs a coach. I have a coach. <laughs> so I get it. If you're a coach and you don't have a coach, like it's I the weirdest thing all, I've ever heard. I yeah. tell my clients all the time, if your coach doesn't have a coach, like run the other way and go find somebody that does, right? Because yeah. if they ever get to the point where they just feel like they have it figured out, then, then they kind of stop progressing too. So, Oh, there's yeah, no moment definitely. where that ever, I don't know when that will happen. Because <laughs> yeah, I keep raising my own, you'll keep raising your own bar. Yeah, absolutely. At least I do. Yeah. So uh, speaking to that, like who are some of the people that have impacted you as championship mm-hmm. leaders, coaches, mentors that, um, and more so like, what is it about them as a leader that has really st- stood out to you? Like the characteristics and, and how has that maybe even helped to shape and mold the leader that you are? Oh, this is such a good question. And I think in business anyway, like in professionally, however you're moving, even if it's not a coach you hire, there's always people that you meet that will take you to another level. Hopefully um, the universe will guide you that way and circumstance will guide you that way. Um, when I was starting my business, like I actually made a friend on Twitter who ended up being like my first mentor Yeah. and it's so weird. Yeah. And this was 2011 and I had, I had messaged her and I was like, what is social media marketing? Cause I was like, (laughs) it was so new then cause 2011. Yeah, totally. Twitter was only two years old and Facebook business pages were one year old. So that's like to give you an idea. That's how new social media marketing was. And I was like, what is social media? And like, she explained it to me and we became really great um, friends and she referred me my first like 10 clients. Like she referred me so many clients at the beginning. Yeah. She was one of those people that knew everybody. Um, And now she's not even, I don't think she's even in the game anymore. She works 
she works for a really big marketing firm. It might be like HubSpot. I'm trying to remember where she works now. We're not even in touch anymore. But at that stage in the beginning, like she was probably one of the most transformative people that I met and her name was Caitlin. And then I would say like one of my next mentors, his name was Ed and he taught me what personal branding was. And he was just working at my graduate school. Like actually this was while I was getting my grad degree. Um, and it was during that financial uh, bad time, yeah, <laughs> recession, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Um, my parents had a business and while I was getting my grad degree and my grad degree was in English, they were like, oh, like Liz, we need help with marketing. So that's why I was like asking strangers on Twitter, like why do I have social media marketing? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and then when I met Ed who works at, at the college where I was getting my um, graduate degree, he was like, I have to fix your personal brand, it's all wrong. And I was like, well, offended. And then I was also, <laughs> and then I was also like, wait, what's my personal brand? And he yeah, was like, he was like, you're and, and for folks listening, that might be unclear what your personal brand is. It's of course, how, um, how, what your message and your aesthetic is of how you show up online and communicate. And so for me, I was like a cute girl in a cowboy hat all with like a cool Twitter. And like, I liked, <laughs> I don't know, whatever I liked back then. I don't yeah. even remember what shows I watched, but it probably said like my favorite TV show and that I liked pizza and whatever. Right. And that was yeah. probably enough. And he was like, no, Liz, your personal brand's all wrong. So between, I think those two people in the beginning, that was really transformative. Mm -hmm. And then over time, um, I've just, I've met um, really cool leaders. It's leaders that really promote change, leaders and coaches. My coach right now, mm -hmm. her name is Jessica Hetherington and she's, um, She's blonde. And so like we see her, that's how, you know, you found the right Jessica Hetherington, but yeah, she's blonde <laughs> and like, she's what I really was attracted to about her is that she's so good at um, sales and making yeah. sales, not gross. And mm -hmm. so like, if I had any weirdness about selling and I did after I had my baby, who's going to be a year old in June, who you might hear. Hey, you just I'm you queued up the baby sound. Yeah. Now. Right. When I said that, he was like, ah, in the background. <laughs> I'm like, Oh no. Um, but yeah, I met her when I went at right after I had my, my baby and she was like a really good coach for me to come back to like being business. I oriented after maternity leave. And then I would say my last favorite coach to mention is um, Hanukkah Antonelli, who she runs a lot of retreats around here and her name is really complicated. So it's spelled H-A-N-N-E-K-E, -N -N -E, but it's pronounced like the Jewish holiday. So Hanukkah, yeah. but she's from South Africa. So she talks real cool like this. She talks yeah. very cool. And <laughs> yeah, she teaches all about money mindset is her biggest thing. Okay. Um, she's really interesting to follow. That's great. I love it. Yeah, I know. Sorry, that was so long-winded. I just have so no, many people to not thank. No, not at all. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always, I'm always interested to hear, like, who, who have been the people that have impacted you and, mm. you know, in what ways. So, it's great. What's, um, what's, what's the vision for you and what you're up to and what you're doing? Championship leaders have great vision and courage mm. to take action on that. What, what, what's the direction you're looking to, to go or the impact that you're looking to make here in the short-term future? I think it's kind of like, and this is something that I think business owners gradually do, but accepting your, accepting your role as leader is mm -hmm. part of it. And looking yeah. at your business is not just a business, it's a company. So like treating things at a higher level, and this is kind of a mind sh mindset shift that I'm working on myself, is looking at like Liz Teresa, the company. And I also have a sister brand, Internet Fame. And so I'm in the process of like making it Internet Fame, the marketing agency, because Liz Therese is a marketing agency and fame okay. is kind of just like, was an, initially a service I provided, but now I've, it's kind of like, I've had to accept it's a movement. 
and that I'm, I'm able, it's like, it's, I have my own imposter. That's like, Liz, you're starting a movement. Okay. Yeah. Right. right? right. But my movement that everybody should rise and be the star. And it, part of it is accepting your fame, you know, claiming your fame. And so that's something that I, I try to teach people to do because it's something that I'm trying to do um, also. And so that's kind of the vision that I'm moving in. And it's, it's, it sounds funny to say, but it's definitely, I guess what I'm doing is I'm in a process of accepting um, and, mm-hmm. and I think rebranding. Yeah. Mm. Cool. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. And the more you talk about it, the more you put it out there, the more I think you're able to accept it and own it. Right. Like, yes. Yeah. That's who I am. That's what I'm creating. And there are people that, that are following inside of that. So. I know. And I get so excited. I'm always like, when I launched my own podcast, I was always like shocked when people listened the first time it came out. Cause I was like, what do you you care? (laughs) What's the name of your podcast again? It's called Liz on biz. Yeah. I need to trademark that, Yeah, but I I own the domain. So I'm halfway there. (laughs) I'm getting there. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I've been doing it since 2016 and I started it just because business was slow. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let's just start a podcast, guys. Let's just see what happens. And now it's like, it's, I've been doing it. It's weekly. Um, it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. 2016. Yeah. That's a long time to be. I'm a veteran a podcast. of podcasts, yes, not an actual are. veteran. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, uh, I did a podcast and uh, I did like a daily podcast. It was called Legacy Lifestyle on blog talk radio. Um, I did it with my iPhone, usually in my car. So like you'd hear cars driving by on the freeway and. And uh, it was super like not high quality at all. And uh, <laughs> I did like 130 episodes and then I just kind of, I just quit that. And then it wasn't daily too, is really hard. It was. Yeah. It was daily. Like I said, almost daily for 130 episodes. Uh, but it's still out there. Like I'll get reminded Facebook memories will remind me of a post I made of one or something. And they're still out there in the ether. So you should check it out if you want to like, you just start from where you're at. Right. Yeah. And then, I started this one in 2000, July of 2018. So I'm coming up on two years with this one. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, most people, I think, start and stop these podcasts pretty quickly, right? Depending I on- I think you can burn out if the frequency doesn't match your lifestyle. Also, kind of what it, it is. It's probably depends big time on what you are expecting from it, right? If you expect like, hey, I'm gonna start mm-hmm. this podcast, all these people are gonna come to me or I'm gonna make some money through my podcast and you're kind of not in it for necessarily- the right reasons it could be easy to to give up on it yes uh, before you really see any fruit from it so yeah i think commitment like yourself that's incredible since i feel everybody quits everything too early yeah totally yeah i agree yeah absolutely um well let's talk about that a little bit what is uh not necessarily that exactly but Mm. um what's a critical moment or maybe a defining moment in your time kind of that fork in the in the road moment where and i'm sure like you know Every time I ask this, my guests are like, oh, man, I got hundreds of these. But A lot of forks. Yeah. yeah. Is, there, <laughs> is there one significant moment that you could think of where, you know, you did make the decision you did, mm-hmm. which has you where you are today. But if you had not, you could very easily be somewhere different. Because, again, I think a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners that, that are in that moment right now listening, it's just so powerful for them to hear others and how, how they chose and, and how, you know, they ended up where they wanted to be because of that, because it's hard, right? When you're in that moment, you don't know, you want to know. It's kind of like, you know, faith, like, Hey, yeah, I just, just tell me that like, this is going to work and then I'll go. Right. And that's like, well, it's kind of the opposite where you kind of just got to make the bold move 
And then you'll find out what, what happens from there. And I think the biggest thing for a lot of people to remember is no matter what you choose, ultimately you can still be all right. Like, because it's just the fact of taking action and moving forward. And then, and, uh, you know, if it doesn't work, then you just figure something else out. Right. Oh yeah. If I mean, you, if you have that perspective, which a lot of people don't have that perspective. So. I think you have to, I hope that you do. I, I think it's easier to have that outlook when you, when you're an entrepreneur, because the entrepreneurship is betting on yourself um, in so many ways. And I guess like for me, one of my favorite stories to tell about my business and kind of what was my first, this was my first big turning point. So 24, 2013, this happened. So I was like a year and a half to two years into my business um, is that my, my now ex-husband, he and I were getting married in December, 2013. And a month and a half before the wedding, he lost his job and we had to pay the venue like a lot of money and like his job, he was the money maker. Like he was earning like six figures working at a law firm at the time. And so I was like, I just figured he would just pay for the wedding because he had all this money laying around. Right. Yeah. And like my business was my business, but like my business was like little and I was fine yeah. with it being little. Cause I was like, Oh, right. we don't need it to be enormous. Um, and then at that moment he was like, maybe we should postpone the wedding, which looking back red flag, somebody yeah. says postpone the <laughs> right. wedding. And you're There's like, your no, I'll right pay there. for it. Yeah. No, I think, and I think I was like, oh, that's so embarrassing. We're not doing that just because of this. Like, and, but like, I think he didn't want to marry me, but like was too chicken to say it. So it is yeah. what it is. But um, and looking back, I was like, okay, well, how do I make $14,000 in my business? How do I gross that? Because that was what I think I owed. It was about $14,000 to the venue. And then I was like, well, I should just sell a bunch of stuff, right? To make the yeah. money. Um, and of course my business maybe only grossed that like in its first year, because businesses don't usually make a ton of money in their first year. Just, yeah, like you're right. weird if you did. So you're weird. <laughs> yeah. like, that's not normal. So anyway, so I was like, I'll just run a sale. And then I grossed $22,000 in 10 days and I'm not making it up. That's actually completely true. In your business? In my business, using awesome. my existing network by running yeah. a promotion. And I was just, all I did was write emails to sell yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that was all I did. And not even campaigns and MailChimp, like less complicated. Like I just yeah. emailed people and I said, would you like to buy this? That's yes incredible. or no. Yeah. yeah. And I put a deadline on when you had to let me know. And that's how I closed it quickly. And then I paid for the rest of our wedding. And I was, wow. when I did that, it was like, it proved to me that I was like, I can totally make money. Like I can make money. Like, so I know had how to you not gotten married, then you wouldn't have yeah. had to do that. And then yeah. maybe you never would have uh, took off like you did. So I know. Thank yeah. you, ex-husband. Thank you, ex-husband. Yeah. And I'm thanking his former boss for firing him. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, humbled absolutely. him and it, <laughs> and it helped me um, believe in my, it made That's me believe story. in myself. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm really proud of it. Absolutely. I love it. So, yeah, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Um, as we uh, start to wrap this up, like what would be one or two things that uh, if you were to give the listeners today and they implemented it today, it would help them move their life forward. Today. Your greatest investment is investing in yourself always. So invest in a coach that will help move you forward. Um, and it, because a coach can really help you retrain your brain um, to start believing in yourself. Cause you might be like, I believe in myself, but like you really don't, there's always a ceiling um, that you've put on your own potential that a coach can really help you raise that. Um, mm -hmm. because it's your own, you are your own limit for sure. Yeah. 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 Absolutely.
Beautiful. Perfect. Um, what are a few ways that we can find out more about you? I know you already mentioned your podcast, uh, Liz on Biz. Is that correct? Yeah. Liz podcast. So definitely, absolutely check her out there. And, and uh, there's some talks that I might be a guest on that here coming yeah. soon. Um, so also, uh, we, yeah, where, can, where else can we follow you? I know you get a website and, uh, you know. LizTeresa.com. Yeah, anywhere at LizTeresa. It's L-I-Z-T-H-E-R-E-S-A. Um, give me all your money. Buy everything. Have okay. a lot of fun. Be my friend. Do all that. Well, I'm a, I'm a nice person most of the time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, join the internet fame, uh, famous yes. movement, right? Yeah. Yeah, internet fame Facebook group. It's on Facebook. Yeah, awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking some time today and uh, it's been great. I, uh, I've had a great time. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. You bet. Have a good day. Let's go. Ain't no five and no six. I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, Bailey Hey, Bailey.